Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Addiction Solution Podcast. I'm Michelle Dunbar. Mark Sharon and I will be talking today about how you break free from the addiction and recovery trap. And we're going to make this our annual holiday episode. And uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about uh, about the whole idea that the holidays are more stressful for people in recovery, uh, about that silliness. All right. We, along with our colleague, Stephen Slate, wrote the Freedom Model for Addictions, Escape the Treatment and Recovery Trap, and the Freedom Model for the Family. The Freedom Model offers a completely different approach to addiction. We have a real solution. There are two ways to learn the Freedom Model in private one-on-one classes, and that is at our beautiful St. Jude Retreat, or you can learn it through our at-home private instruction program, which we do via video conference, usually Zoom. You can get information about these options at thefreedommodel.org and soberforever.net. So if you've spent any time in recovery, um, you know that the recovery world looks at the holiday season like it's the biggest trigger in the world and that people need to be sheltered from the stress of it all and the, you know, they, they take a time that should be a celebratory time and they make it like something that's horrible and negative and something you have to muddle through. Um, so Mark and I are going are gonna to talk about that today. Well, there's a, there's a couple of things. I think that whenever you have any type of social movement, like an idea or a narrative in, in, in society, um, in AA circles or the recovery world, the narrative is that, you know, somehow everybody's going to be freaked out right? and that every family gets shit-faced and you can't and that – or that you don't have a family and that you're going to be lonely and therefore triggered um, and that that's a horrible thing being lonely and it isn't fun. I've been lonely. I've been alone on Christmas. Um, I know what that's like. Uh and it's funny, I just had a guest say to me uh, just before we, we were talking mm-hmm. about this podcast, and she said, oh, I, I remember I was alone at Christmas, and I just decided that I, it was going to be just another day. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, and she and, and she said, you know, it was really no big deal. And I thought, that's pretty freaking smart. Yep. And it set in my mind this whole idea of creating narratives that become people's truths. Um when on their face, it may not be your truth at all. So I think that, I think that first of all, AA will do just about anything to justify itself. Sure. And the importance of meetings and the importance of meeting attendance and all of that. Yeah. So um, it doesn't surprise me that from Thanksgiving straight through to uh, Christmas in some places they have alcathons. Yeah, we just laughed about that. The alcathon. <laughs> we used to go to these things. Twenty-four uh, hour stretches of meetings. Oh, and, like I can't think of anything much worse. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Oh God, you know. And we used to. I used to do it with your dad, and you did it your whole life with your father. Yeah, you, my father dr- would drag us to the the AA clubhouse in Schenectady on Thanksgiving Day. My poor mother would be home trying to get everything ready by herself, nobody there to help her. And my dad would drag my sister and I to these meetings, and you know, kind of be the big man bringing a turkey and or bringing a bunch of turkeys. I remember we did that one. Yep, year. yep, and uh, and it was you know, and it was pretty festive mood for the most part there um but we sitting there through the meetings with 
the meetings themselves were not festive at all. They were just, it was just one person after another talking about how shitty their family was, how shitty it was that they were alone at the holidays. Not even, I mean, not even, nobody even sat there like, look around you, there's all these people here. Um, and, and you're not alone. You're sitting in a room full of people, but it was, oh, it was so dep- depressing. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a weird thing to to create a a narrative and, and it's not really based on any facts. I, I have no doubt that there were people who were sad during, yeah, for during sure. Christmas. But I don't think that it's any different than the population at large. Yeah. And my point is, is that by it's another example of one of the chapters in the book called Learned Connections, where we connect drinking to every uncomfortability in life. Oh, yeah. That that the use of substances is somehow inherently connected or automatically caused by these negative life circumstances. So first of all, the question is, is being alone on Christmas a negative experience? I would say, yeah. I say generally, I, I don't think I would like it. Um, but is it any worse than any other type of negative experience? I, I, in my opinion, not much different. And then the question is, am I caused to use by any type of miserable experience or sad or lonely experience? And the answer is nobody's caused to use ever, ever. So this idea of triggers is bullshit. Yeah. You know, they may be reasons to use. That's different than a cause. You know, they may be reasons you might say, because I'm alone on Christmas. I'm going to get hammered. Okay, use that as the excuse. Great, uh, right. if that's what you want to do. But it, but know that it's an excuse. Yeah, it's you know, you, it's almost like a lose lose. You can look at the holidays as this lose lose situation because if it's festive and you're with a lot of people, you're anxiety ridden because you're the only one not drinking, which is not true, by the way. In any group of people, um, there's a lot of people that don't drink. You can find them if you're if you're willing to look for them. You can find them. Um, so you're you feel negative because you're in a in a group of people that that are drinking, and you feel like this is uh, a time to drink. Um, and then you can feel sad because you're alone, and so you have that reason. That's your reason to drink. And but it really is all in your perspective. You know, I like what what our guest said. You know, she was like, I could look at it as just another day. And you really can. I mean, it's there's there's nothing that says that you have to be festive. There's nothing that says that it has to be stressful. Now, I you know the I can remember the first um, Christmas without my grandmother, and this was kind of her holiday, and that was a super sad time, you know, for all of us. But even then, you find little glimpses of of happy things if you look for them. Right? Yeah. I mean, it really ultimately, if you're alone on Christmas, I, it's a choice. Yep. You, you choose to be alone. There's a whole lot of places you can go where you're not alone, you know? And, and ultimately, if you have a family that stresses you out, then be with your friends. Right. You know, if you, so, so really begin to, now you're going to hear this a few weeks before Christmas. So if Christmas is a stressful time for you, well, what if you just decided, I'm not going to stress out. Yeah. What if you just made that decision? Yeah. I, I had another moment in class today with, with the same student here at the retreat. And she was talking about the movie Adaptation 
and I forget who the actor who the actor was, but he he went from he was explaining why he went from stealing ecologically stealing fish. He was uh, he went out in the wild and would poach, and he changed to orchids, right? <laughs> and and the person I think it was Meryl Streep asked him, you know, what made you decide to switch switch that out? And you know, you had such a passion for fish, and da, da, da. and he goes, one day I woke up and I said, fuck fish, I'm gonna go for orchids, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's hilarious. So so, but how many things in life do one day you wait you wake up, and you realize that the passions of yesteryear yes. no longer apply to your to your life today. I mean, I can count a ton of things in my life that are like that. Now, we always point out childhood stuff and people say, "Well, yeah, that's you getting older, right? You change your interest as you grow in adolescence to adulthood." But what about in adulthood? There's a ton of things that I used to like that I don't like anymore. Yep. And and you can do the same exact thing with changing your mind about anything if you frame it differently. So you could say Fuck Christmas, <laughs> you know. And I'm just not gonna. I'm, I'm just, not gonna do it this year. I'm not gonna do it this year, and and I'm gonna go about and I'm gonna do some other things. Now, me and Michelle did this with uh, with COVID. We were coming to work and we didn't have anybody here for three months, and here at the retreat at the St. Jude retreat, and it was pretty depressing at first. We were like, my right. God, I wish Governor Cuomo, ex Governor Cuomo, <laughs> I wish he would just stop talking about not coming to New York so that we could actually start helping people again. But anyway, it was empty. And then one day we said to ourselves, within a week, we said, you know what? If people aren't coming, let's build our online program. So we took this time that normally most businesses were either going out of business, and we could have, right? Oh, we, yeah. we were on the precipice as well. You know, when you don't have guests for three months, it, it, it knocks it your cash flow. It takes yeah. for sure. But we decided to ignore that and just build something really quite miraculous for people that we hadn't had the time to build before. So my point is maybe Christmas is the time you clean your house. You do something because the world has stopped. The rest of the world right. might be celebrating or or at least, you know, maybe 70%. There's also know that you're not alone in not doing Christmas because there's a whole bunch of people that don't give two shits about it. That's right. You know, and that's, that's reality. So it's the way you're going to frame this and what you do with that time that makes you either miserable or not. I can remember stressing out like when you have young kids, you know, it, it it's like it seemed like every Christmas Eve, my husband and I would fight. And, uh, you know, as we'd be, you know, trying to make Christmas magical for our young children and, you know, Bob would be putting together like he'd be putting together like the I don't know, big Lego, oh, you know, God, building I... or or one of these car things and it has little bitty stickers on it and stuff and we would just be miserable the whole night to make it so magical and then I can remember one year we were both like this is stupid like why are we miserable yeah why are we freaking out over it yeah, yeah. and 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 I that was the you know the kids were a little bit older and that was the year I was like okay you know we're we don't have to we don't have to make it magical anymore. It, it, it holds its magic in other ways, you know. Um, but but really, it's it's a choice. It's all in how you look at it. You know, now I really do look at it as a time where I can slow down a little bit and enjoy my family more, enjoy my friends more. Um, and And that's, you know, that's really, if you want it to be, that's all it has to be about. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So if you're stuck in the recovery paradigm and 
and you're listening to the narrative that this is a mass massive uh, stressful, trigger time. Yeah, trigger time. Just know that that's a made up concept. Yeah, it's not real. It's not real. You're never caused to use substances. There is no cause. There's no external thing that can compel you or force you to use a substance. It that that's that's an idea that is uh, is a logical error. It's interesting too because language matters, and a lot of times we repeat things without thought. A, a, a myth mm. can start with a simple uh, wrong word, and in this case, saying substances cause us, to, or, or I'm sorry, Christmas ca- causes us, or the stress of Christmas causes us to use substances. The the word that's wrong there is causes. It might be a reason to. Right, and I keep going back to that because I want you to understand that when you, when when you're caused to use something, um, they're saying there is something external to you that is forcing you or compelling you to use. When it's a reason, you're using your powers of reasoning. You're using your own mind internally to say, "I'm going to use because of the stress," right. which means that with reasoning, you can change that. With reasoning, you can say, "No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to use." I'm not because I'm not caused. I, I have my reasons, but my reasons changed, and my reasons now are uh, just because I have stress doesn't mean I have to get high. I can change that. I can change anything internally I want. I can change my mind. Think about that term, changing your mind. So don't fall into logical errors with a word. Don't yeah. don't take your power, your internal ability of free will, shut it off because you're caused to use by some external thing like stress. You yeah. know. Let's go to another reason, and I think I think this is why sometimes, not, not just the stress of the holidays, but I think people feel, especially if it's your, if you're your first holiday season where you're not drinking. We're going to use drinking specifically because these are drinking holidays, and that is I can't celebrate. You know this idea that I can't celebrate properly if I'm not loaded. Um, you know maybe this is the year that you run the experiment. That you go to the holiday parties and either you have one drink or you don't have any. And you just see, you know, what's this going to be like? You look at it like a happy experiment. You know, I'm going to see who I am at these holiday parties when I'm not drinking. You know, I'm going to remember everything that happened. I'm not going to tell off my boss. Um, You know, I'm not going to use the license to misbehave, to go out and cheat. I'm not going to, whatever it is that you look at during the holidays is this is my time to cause sometimes the holidays themselves can be a license to misbehave, <laughs> yeah, that's true. you know, that's and, true. and that's your, maybe that's the time that you do get drunk. Uh, maybe you're a binger that way. Um, well just run the experiment and see maybe all the things you thought you needed alcohol for, including celebrating, you don't really need it for at all. That's right. That's right. That's important. That's important to know. Um, it's funny because, and I've told this story before on some of the podcasts or on a podcast, when I used to go see concerts, even in my last benders, um, mm-hmm. I, I've never, I've never drank or drugged at a rock concert and I've been to over 300 of them. And most of those were during my drinking ex- escapades. So, so the question is, why didn't I drink at those things? Why didn't I get high? And the reason is because I valued the experience of, of listening to the music and watching the drummer. And mm-hmm. I, I love the light show and the whole sort of choreographed artistry of it all uh, enthralled me. And I can remember going with buddies and they'd be getting high in the car and drinking and carrying on and they'd be totally hammered. 
and I would just kind of wander off and do my own thing because I just I just love the music so much. Well, you can do the same thing with Christmas. You yeah, can, you can decide that you're going to be the one that's going to have their shit together and uh, make Christmas really pleasant for maybe the kids. Yeah, or or whatever it might be. Uh, become the favorite uncle instead of the uncle that crash, you know, knocks over the Christmas tree and you know it turns into a shit show and you drop the turkey on the floor and you're <laughs> fighting Uncle Jack in the yard and all that happy for shit that happens. But yeah. but you can be a different person at, just with a thought, you know, just like the movie adaptation, Fuckfish. Fuckfish. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting that Mark talked about like um, going to see live music. There's a lot of that this time of year. And I took one of the guests on Wednesday night, the night before Thanksgiving. Um, it, I took her to see a metal band, a local metal band here. We went to this bowling alley bar, and um, and she was like, "This is so strange that we're." We're not drinking. And I had always, when I was using, I would always be high and drunk. And I love music too. And the first concert I went to was with Mark and my husband and a few other people. I was like, I think it was 10 days sober. And we went to this, went to, I think it was the Steve Miller band. Yeah, Steve Miller and... Uh... God, Aerosmith, man. Yeah, and it was such a great show. And it was, the, it was the first time I realized that the music intoxicates me. Like being seeing live music, actually, I enjoyed it so much more totally sober, you know, com- without anything in my system than I ever had um, high and drunk. And I, 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 I've seen a lot of great bands, and I don't remember a lot of them because I was always wasted. And so from that point forward, I realized, oh no, I really do love live music. Like I really love it. And so so I gave this, uh, one of our guests that experience too, and we had a blast. It was a lot of fun and uh, the music was great and I could have stayed the whole night if I didn't have to get up and cook the next morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so it's important to uh, to realize that this is all within your power to see differently. Yeah. And uh, and to have a great Christmas, um, you don't have to go to Alcathons with AA. No. You don't have to be a part of that whole strange world. You don't have to listen to people's experience, strength, and hope because in AA there's always lots of experience and very little strength and almost no hope. For sure. Um, so that's kind of one of those bullshit things AA says. Um, so you don't have to be a part of that. I, I I certainly haven't gone to a meeting in over 20 years and moved on with my life, and it's it's wonderful to have the freedom to just – have my time be my time so um so yeah yeah. if you look at if you don't if you're not big into christmas uh, then don't participate you really don't have to and it's it's totally your prerogative if you are into christmas um then then sing christmas carols at, at the top of your lungs and decorate like crazy and make you do you you know you can do whatever you want um but it is all in your perspective if you wanna sit through 24 hours of AA meetings, then I suppose you can do that. Um, yeah. but, but you don't have to buy into the idea that this is a, this is a, the most stressful time of the year. And it's that it's, it's the time, you know, when, when you're going to feel down and, you know, be overly emotional and feel lonely or, or anything like that. The other thing is because it's a religious holiday, if you're, if you're thinking to yourself, you know what, I do want to participate in Christmas, though. I, I, I don't. I certainly don't want to be drunk, but I, I, I don't want to have to go to AA, which you never have to go to AA. Right. Um, 
but I don't know what to do socially, I'll tell you exactly what you can do. You can go to the local Catholic church because they're all over the world yep. or whatever church, Methodist, what, it really doesn't matter, Christian church, and then say, what's going on? And I guarantee you they'll have masses, they'll have choirs singing, they'll have, and say, I don't have anywhere to be. Right. And they'll, and they'll take pity on you, not in a bad way, but they'll say, hey, we have something that you can do. We're feeding the hungry, we're doing this, we're doing yeah. that. And I guarantee, because the thing about Christmas is there are so many organizations participating. It's one of those days of the year that you do not have to have an excuse to, to be alone. That Yeah, you don't, there's no reason to be alone. None at all. And, and look at it. If you are somebody that is traditionally this time of year, you kind of got into the habit of ruminating, you know, our last podcast is about, you, you know, your self-created drama. Maybe you have a habit of ruminating and self-pity on, you know, right between Thanksgiving and Christmas. You can just say, fuck that. Yeah. I'm not going to do that this year. That's right. You can change your mind. You can change your mind. For yeah. Real. Yeah. So I don't want to beat this to death. We wanted this to be a nice, quick kind of light. You know, we want everybody to have a wonderful holiday season, whether you celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or not, nothing at all. You know, we hope that this time of year um, you, you choose to, to be happy and feel good about yourself and feel good about the world. Um, regardless of what's going on, you can make your life whatever you want it to be. That's right. And That's right. so now, of course, I have to do a nice, nice plug for our online program. Um, it's a great time to give it as a gift. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we designed this, this program. Uh, you can have access to it very cheap. Uh, go to thefreedommodel.org. Uh, or, I'm sorry, is it online.thefreedommodel.org? It, it is, is, but you can get to it from thefreedommodel.org if you go to uh, all of our program options. The Freedom Model Online program is in there, and there's a link to the actual uh, website for the program. But I'll, I'll give you that address. It's online.thefreedommodel.org. Yep, spell it all out. And um, enter coupon code HOLIDAY21. And you will get um, 50% off and you will be able to uh, get the online program for a total cost of $400. Um, you can pay it in four $100 installments if you wish. And um, and right through right through the end of the year, we're offering that uh, discount. Yeah, that's that's an amazing discount. And But the other thing is, uh, just so you know what it is, it's Michelle and I teaching you through video, pre-recorded video tutorials. Uh, the entire Freedom Model curriculum. It's over 65 videos. It's over 20 hours of video and uh, and presentations. And people love it. The people yeah. that have gotten it love it. We're getting great feedback. And uh, we spent a long time building this thing. And it's comprehensive. You will know exactly how to move past a drug and alcohol pr problem with, with ease. And to do it without meetings, without therapy, without... Uh, any encumbrances of, of recovery literally will teach you how to move on from this problem. For good. No alcathons. No, al no <laughs> alcathons. No more meetings. So it also includes, it's not just the book. Like if you go on there, it also includes um, the three lessons on life movements, three lessons on the binge construct. There's a video, Mark's video, where he breaks down the difference between your brain and your mind. Um, there is, you get the audio book as well. 
Um, I'm trying to think of what the workbook. You can download these things. Um, I mean, it's it's a it's a great value. Yeah, it is. So if you want to move past a drug problem without without recovery, and you want to move on with your life for good, we'll we'll show you how to do that. Yep. So thank you everyone so much for listening today. Um, we will keep bringing you these podcasts throughout the holidays, but wanted to get this one out right after Thanksgiving. Um, if you or someone you love has a problem, you can call us at 888-424-2626. If you have a question about anything you're reading in our book or anything you've seen in our videos, you can email us at info info at thefreedommodel.org you can follow us on social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram LinkedIn all of those uh, we're we're on pretty much every one of those social media platforms you can join our private Facebook group which is the Freedom Model group which means you can nobody will know that you've joined uh, none of your friends and your Facebook page your, your own Facebook page they won't see any comments you do in our group um, and they, they just won't know. It's very private. And you can post questions in there. We have a lot of great uh, followers who actually answer our questions now just as well as we do. Um, you can join us on Wednesdays where we are going where we do a Facebook Live at 4 p.m. every Wednesday where we answer questions, a lot of them that have come through our group or have been sent to us through private message. Um, and let me think if you want to get our book or download the freedom model or the freedom model for the family you can download it for free by going to thefreedommodel.org enter coupon code freedom 100 at checkout and you can get both those books digitally for free you can also find our books on amazon um it and now the freedom model is available on audible as well um and uh We hope that everybody has a great holiday season and until next time.